0: Hello, world, and welcome to the Money, Life, and Limitless Possibilities podcast, where we help you build a bridge over roadblocks in life and create keys to limitless possibilities. I am your host and head cheerleader, Rhonda J. Williams. And so having the idea of sloppy progress means that it's a little bit of trial and error. When we're moving towards something new, we don't know. We don't know what it's going to look like. We don't know what it's going to entail. We don't even know what's buried inside of us. Because remember, personal finance is 80% behavior and 20% information. And so is life, which means that we can have the basic concept. We can set up the account. We can use an app or a tool. But we don't even, if we don't know ourselves, we don't know what we're going to encounter within ourselves that could get in our way. Well, hello, family, and welcome back. Today's episode is sponsored by Exodus Financial Education Group. This is my company where I offer financial education and personal development coaching and training to corporations and individuals so that they can go forth powerfully towards their goals and money and life without limits, consistently be able to navigate life's roadblocks, whether they're seen or unseen, and be empowered to be in position to get everything that's needed to be be your best self, bottom line. <laughs> so that's what I do, and I love it, love it, love it. So if you are joining me for the first time on the podcast, first of all, welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you for taking the time to click through and come on over and take a listen. But if you're here for the first time, we go by the belief that it is absolutely possible to be limitless in money and life. I know. Crazy, right? So each week I share information, insight, and inspiration around what I call my five keys to limitless possibilities. And if you're not familiar with those, head on over to episode eight, where I really break them down. And I'll put a I'll put a link in the show note for that to make sure you are up to speed on all your possibilities. So, this week I wanted to dig into sloppy progress. Ooh. And how this can actually be your secret sauce to success in money and life. This topic is actually going to dig into two of the keys. It's going to dig into keys number one and two, and that's getting clear about what you want and getting free of limiting beliefs. So, I decided to dig into this topic this week because. Honestly, I started feeling bad about the progress I was making in different projects that I've been working on and just kind of navigating where life is right now. I started to beat myself up. Yes, I do it too. It's a natural thing. But last episode, I talked about that we are right at five months in the pandemic and officially we are there. Five months on lockdown, using air quotes, and it's a lot. It's a lot from all different kind of angles. And just trying to navigate the pandemic, trying to navigate where our world is today. So many different things and trying to be great. You know, I'm trying to be great, like in the midst of it all. So still trying to be great, still trying to show up and your calling, still trying to do the work that you know you're supposed to be doing or just just trying to do well in whatever you do it can get tough so i started to feel this nasty little f word creeping up on me yeah it's nasty failure right i started to feel this the f word sneak it up on me failure i launched this podcast i'm doing some other new projects and it's been i can't even put it in words it's been a learning curve around every curve around every corner up, up one side and down the other, it has been challenging. Good and fun as well, but challenging all day, every day. And so I started to feel like I wasn't like I was failing, like I was really, really failing at it. And I had to kind of sit with myself. You'll always hear I sit with myself because we are our best coaches. <laughs> We're our best counselors. Not to say you don't need a coach and a counselor, but Starting with yourself first is where it's at. I mean, because it's all about you. So sitting with myself to kind of really dig it out, say, what is happening here? And I remember one of the tools that I knew before, you, you know, these things, but sometime in life changes and shifts and throw things at you, you can get off balance and you'll forget things that you've used before. So I pulled out one of the tools that I've used before and it's sloppy progress, So the concept of sloppy progress, it it helps to move you away from the idea of getting it all right, being completely perfect, having all the answers, doing it perfectly. It moves you to the idea that as long as you're making progress, you're winning. So and sometimes that's not going to look cute. It's going to be straight up sloppy. Sloppy, sloppy, the sloppy sauce, the sauce that's dripping down the sides, but it's oh so good. If you're like me, when I eat things, I love the sauce. It's gotta be dripping. It's gotta be ooey, it's gotta be gooey. So sloppy progress is the secret sauce that makes it all better. Think about it like this. Life is not a, a zero sum game. It's not a black and white situation. It's not all or none. It's not any of those things. And so, but often when we're approaching something new or we're starting something new or, you know, we're moving in a new direction, whether it be a financial goal, whether it be a life goal, a personal goal, a health goal, it's all the same. You know, it's all about you improving yourself or moving yourself forward to where you truly want to be. But when we move in that direction, sometimes we have a idea of what that should look like, whether it's savings, whether it's, um, Working on our our debt and our credit, we sh- it should look a certain way. So as we approach it that way, and it doesn't come to pass that way, or we're not able to move forward in the way that we thought we would, a lot of times we'll clock out. We'll just we'll start to beat ourselves up as well. We're like, ah, oh, I'm never gonna get my finances together. I'm never gonna be able to save. I'm never gonna be able to start the business. I'm never. I'm never. I'm never. And the idea of sloppy progress, if you can grab a hold to the idea, the concept, it allows space. It gives you space to do a little bit, to take a step back, to do a little bit. And it's sort of a mix of right and wrong. <laughs> it's sort of a mix of good and bad. But you learn something around every corner. You kind of learn what to do, you learn what not to do, you learn how to do it better. You'll learn a lot of things as long as you're making some level of progress. My mentor, Patrice C. Washington, in Redefining Wealth, she always says progress beats perfection. OMG. And the side note to that is sloppy progress. So wherever you are, whatever you're working on or working towards, even if you're just trying to survive, right? Whatever the case may be, understand, grab a hold of this tool in terms of the idea of sloppy progress. As long as you are moving in some capacity, you're learning, you're moving, you're growing, you're stretching, you are on your way to success. All right, so let's work through a couple of examples with the keys, give you some amazing strategies for the journey and send you off into the world of possibilities. So as a financial coach, I've worked with hundreds, thousands of clients around different goals and one of a common goal that a lot of people have is to save or to start saving An amazing goal, right? Because 99% of our goals are going to come from some financial perspective. So people want to save, want to be able to save, want to learn how to save. and But many people couldn't. They felt like they had tried and they just couldn't or they don't make enough money. And I get that. I'm never, never not acknowledging that, that that is a complete reality. But some of the issue around saving is kind of our idea of how savings should look. So if we have the idea that, we, in order to save, we should be able to save X amount of dollars per month. Kind of period. Then, when we do it that way, when we just have that one, you know, concept of what it should like, and we're not able to live up to that, then we feel bad. <laughs> we feel bad about it. We feel like a failure. We'll generally clock out. So, taking it from different angles, different perspectives, can allow you to keep moving forward and understanding the concept of sloppy progress. So if we take the key getting clear, when a person has decided to save, there's something behind that goal. So they're saving for a particular purchase or a particular you know, goal, maybe to go and take the kids on vacation, they've never done that. I always use the example of purchasing a home because I'm a, I'm a realtor as well. And I know that's a goal for a lot of people, they wanna save your down payment. So that's what the goal is, but what it means to you. Remember, I always talk about really being clear about what that means to you. So if savings is something that's really going to transform your life, transform your household, put you in position for freedom, put you in position to have a home that brings about freedom and safety for your family, getting really clear about that part of it, and taking the concept of sloppy progress, combining those together is the secret sauce. So you may launch out, you may decide, okay, I'm gonna save $150 a month every month, and that's gonna be my savings plan. And you do well for about three months, and then you hit a roadblock. <laughs> Such as life, right? And you clock out. You know, if that if you hit that roadblock more than once, you're slowly gonna lose um, momentum. It just it's just a natural occurrence. And so you may feel like, it's just not working. That's one example. If you say you're going to save $150 a month, but you find yourself pulling back over from the savings account, $75 a month, then you actually need to be saving $75. But you may have had the concept that you felt like you weren't saving. You weren't successful at saving unless you were saving a set amount, right? And so again, having being clear about what you want, right? Like, what's the real motivation here? My motivation is to save, to have a level of freedom and security, have this emergency fund that covers me, period, okay? And then I'm gonna use the concept of sloppy progress, which means that I'm gonna set a certain goal, a certain intention as I move toward it, but I'm I'm taking the concept of sloppy progress because I understand that life happens, and what's, the, what's most important is for me to keep going. What's most important is for me to keep going. And so having the idea of sloppy progress means that it's a little bit of trial and error. When we're moving towards something new, we don't know. We don't know what it's going to look like. We don't know what it's going to entail. We don't even know what's buried inside of us. Because remember, personal finance is 80% behavior and 20% information. And so is life, which means that we can have the basic concept, we can set up the account, we can use an app or a tool, but we don't even, if we don't know ourselves, we don't know what we're going to encounter within ourselves that could get in our way. So again, being clear about what you want, the goal is to save, and the goal is to save to provide a level of financial security for yourself. And that is everything, being committed to that. Grabbing your secret sauce, your big bottle of secret sauce, your sloppy progress as you move forward towards that, and releasing the limiting belief that it has to look a particular way, right? So you set a specific goal. You say, okay, I'm going to go at it this direction, but you you remove the limiting belief that it absolutely has to look this way. Because remember, you're committed to saving, period. What it looks like might change, might move. There'll be ebbs and flows. Now, two quick tips around savings in particular I found very helpful with clients. So mostly we will save on a monthly basis. It's just how we are wired, right? Um, But you may do better with saving on a weekly basis, which means that you will just, you could do it two ways. You could look at the month. Look ahead and see, you know, OK, I should be able to save money on the second and the fourth week, whatever that looks like. Or you could take it week by week. Right. But when you do it that way, you you have a shorter um, you give yourself a shorter window, which means that if life happens, if you're able to save the first week, woo-hoo, yay, check yourself off. If the second week comes and it's like, I don't know, this is looking crazy and it's like, OK. Because guess what? There's a new week, a new fresh week (laughs) right around the corner. So you can restart again, like really quickly versus on a monthly basis. If you if you blow it, I'm using air quotes, if you're not able to save for that one month, you know, you feel you normally feel pretty bad because it's like this whole piece of time. And then if that happens for two months in a row, guaranteed, almost guaranteed clocking out. So using a shorter window to kind of monitor the savings. And then the 52 weeks savings plan. If you haven't heard of it, Google it. Actually, I'll put a link in the show notes to it. But people have done it a lot of different ways. But basically, you can save, I think it's thirteen hundred and seventy-eight dollars in a year. If you do it the regular way, which is saving a dollar a week and then increasing it. So the first week. When you, when you start the first week, you'll save a dollar. The next week, you'll save $2. The next week, you'll save $3. So the most you'll be saving in one week is $52. Now, a little tweak that I've seen that I use with myself and my clients is, I call it your race at your pace, which means that you lay out the chart, the 52-week savings plan chart with all the weeks. Okay, so there's a dollar here. You know, they're all there. And from week to week, you pick one based on how your life is. So if you're having a baller week and you've got 50 bucks, you could knock out the $16 week. I can't do math in my head. (laughs) You could knock out the $20 week. I think I still got a little left and whatever's left. You can knock that week out. If you balling, balling, you got a hundred dollars one week. You can knock out several weeks. You feel me? And then the next week, no ball, no, no game, it line. nothing's going on. Take a week off. It's all good because you had a baller week where you knocked out three, two or three of the weeks. You with me? You got it. All right. So the next example I'm going to use is this podcast, Money <laughs> Life and Limitless Possibilities. We're on episode, I believe, 13. So that means we've been we've been grinding at this probably about 16 weeks because we got to add a little time in there. And man, if Rhonda, if Auntie Rhonda, Rhonda, whatever you call me, was not clear on what she wanted, that she wants to be able to really reach more people, to be able to bring impact and help people transform their lives. If I wasn't clear about that, Oh my god, this podcast would have been over episode six. It would have been done. You hear me? And if I if I did not weekly have to like chop down a limiting belief around something, this podcast would be over. It'd be over. Seriously. Done. So quick sidebar, and you'll hear me talk about this more in the coming weeks, but so I am a financial and personal development coach, and that combination comes from I started in finances and you'll hear me say it over and over again. What, um, what my business is based on the idea that personal finance and life is 80 percent behavior and 20 percent information, period. So it's more about the person. And so as I began my journey as a financial coach, I quickly could see that it wasn't about the money. It was about the person. So I got into coaching and then personal development coaching. So you will hear you've probably already heard it (laughs) different. Even this episode, it's not exactly about money directly. I use money as an example to work through the idea, the concept. But you'll hear me talk about life. You're going to hear me talk about money. You're going to hear me talk about life. You're going to talk. You hear me talk about concepts around you being a better you, you transforming your life. And so you're going to hear that that's when I began to shift the work that I did, I wanted a platform where I could really get out there and be able to impact more people um, with kind of like in a smarter way, because I typically done work one on one with people or in person, let me say it that way. I was typically doing things in person, you know, with an individual group or company. And that's that's amazing, I still do that amazing work, but I really wanted to be able to expand the reach. And so having this platform here is really allowing me to do that and I love it. It's an amazing platform. In those times when I'm when I was about to clock out around episode six and I got messages and DMs and calls from people that I knew I was where I'm supposed to be. So the podcast, again, is the second example, because, again, if I did not, if I wasn't clear about that, if I wasn't clear about who I was and what I'm called to do, I would have given up, quite honestly, (laughs) So when I launched out to start the podcast, I had a long talk with myself because I knew it was something new. I knew it was a new, new, a new idea, new concepts. I knew it was a new process. We're gonna have to learn this whole podcasting scene. And life is a a learn by doing sport. I'm gonna say that again. Life is a learn by doing sport, which means that you are not going to know. There's gonna be Hundreds of things that you are not going to know. So the idea that you're going to get it right the first time or it's going to be perfect is garbage. <laughs> it's trash. <laughs> I'm sorry. I mean, it is. We have to have the understanding that it's going to take a level of sloppy progress. Like get into it. Get get the sauce. Get the sauce and spread it everywhere. Get your secret sauce of sloppy progress and put that on everything. <laughs> well, maybe not everything, but you know what I mean. So podcasts, when I when I had to talk with myself, I told myself, I I went at it like this. I said, Bronda, here's what you're going to do. You know yourself, you know yourself. I want you to get out there, stay out there and get better on the way. Say it with me. Get out there, stay out there and get better on the way. And that was, that was, that's what I said to myself. And then COVID and life and this and that and blah, blah, blah. And I was just like in the corner, balled up. <laughs> so I had to go again, sit with myself, find another tool to help me on the journey, which was sloppy progress. So again, I had to go back and get clear about what, what it was all about. I had to pull out a different tool to help me along the way and really, you know, get rid of limiting beliefs on a week-to-week basis. Limiting beliefs around the podcast, limiting your beliefs around social media like social media is not a fun, it's not my jam. But I know that it's a total thing that has to be done in life right now. So that's that's sort of a weekly limiting belief for me. Pray for me, please, you guys. But I'm getting there. I'm, I'm out there. I'm staying out there and I'm getting better on the way with sloppy progress. All right. So those are the two examples I wanted to share with you. And you see how they dig around the keys around getting clear and those limiting beliefs. So now I want to give you kind of four quick steps, tools, kind of just bring it all together, actually. So again, first first and foremost, you really want to be clear. You want to get out that key and be clear about what you're working towards, what it means to you, what is going to benefit you, your family, your life overall. And then the second one is slice it up and set milestones. Slice it up and set milestones. And what I mean by that is take whatever this goal or whatever you're working towards and slice it up into smaller goals or mini goals or different pieces to the puzzle. If let's say, let's take home purchasing for one example or entrepreneurship. And so it's gonna be a lot of pieces to entrepreneurship or starting a business, right? So slice it up into different pieces that you can work on and then set milestones, which means you set a place in your process where you you understand that you are making progress, right? So if I take home ownership, if you're just starting that, then maybe it's just saving a thousand dollars. Maybe it's just calling the realtor. Maybe it's just calling the lender. If you're not ready now in terms of credit, maybe it's calling the lender in 2020, finding a lender that can tell you how to get ready. Like what? What do you need to change, or you know, what are the things that you need to have in place to get ready for 2021? That's a step. So you know you break it up into pieces. You set those milestones. So when you say I've got, I've talked to the lender, I've got these steps. Even those steps are milestones. So you can check those off. So that way you actually know that you are making progress, right? If we, if you take the dream of home ownership, the goal of home ownership, and you only have the milestone of purchasing the home, then all the stuff you do in the middle gets a little bit lost. And if you lose momentum, you feel like, ah, I'm not going anywhere because you only have that one milestone in place, the finish line. So slice it up into different pieces and set milestones so that you know that you are making progress. And then the third one is the key, getting getting free of limiting beliefs. And so it's really having the understanding that we have limiting beliefs. They are a part of who we are. So understanding that they are there, they lurk around every corner, <laughs> um, we generally are not going to know they're there because um, they're, they're our beliefs, so we're not going to challenge them. So when you find yourself kind of hovering around something, feeling some kind of way about something or having a challenge, that's usually a place to kind of sit with yourself and see what's going on here am I limiting myself here is there another way to go about this you know am I do I need some additional information different concept different perspective but chopping down those limiting beliefs and then the fourth one the last one is review and restart and what I mean by that is when you're when you're able to slice it up into pieces have that written down somewhere however you want to represent it and have those milestones when you can go back and review that, That lets you know you're moving. You're moving towards where you're going, right? And so once you take a review, you're like, okay, cool. I did this. I did that. I'm moving. I'm getting closer to this goal. And then, boom, get back out there. Get back out there on the field and get it. Go get it. And so for me, the last one has been really major, probably the last three to four years. So, you know, from year to year, people might set these New Year's resolutions. I never really believed in those, but I did about four years ago start writing things down. I started towards the end of the year. I would start to kind of meditate around the year and I would gather up the things that I learned from the year and kind of make a note of them so I could really be aware of how I was moving and growing and changing. And then based on those things I would just kind of sit and just see what do I feel like is next for me and it doesn't have to be a big thing it doesn't have to be a uh, outside tangible thing a lot of the stuff I do is internal work but that's kind of my personality because I'm in personal development so really having those things written down where you can actually review because before I started doing that I would feel at the end of the year I would be like ah oh, I'm so glad this year is over with like let me just get to the next year. And I really didn't have an idea of how I was growing and moving. Once I started doing this, I would be like, man, okay, look. Oh, wow. Yeah, I was able to do that. I'm better here. I'm stronger here. I'm more confident there. I'm more resilient. I could truly see how I was growing and moving. All right. So today was all about sloppy progress. The secret sauce. Put that in on everything it is the secret sauce to your success and just to recap we touched on key about with key number one getting clear to make sure you're really understanding the benefit of what you're moving towards and then having the idea that along the way it's new stuff so we're gonna have to get rid of some limiting beliefs but really keeping your secret sauce with you on your road to success All right. So this week, I actually want to invite and challenge some of you. I say challenge because I know you. I know how you are. I got to challenge you to actually send me a message. If you are struggling with something, you were kind of feeling like a failure in an area and you're kind of like, hey, maybe this sloppy progress thing could work for me. Send me a message. Let's talk about it. I would love to kind of feature your story on the podcast. But either way, reach out to me. I want to hear from you. So if that's your call to action, that's your work for this week, this is all about us getting to a better us. So we got to do some work. You know how this goes. So reach out for me. I want to hear from you around, you know, it's something you've been struggling with and how you could possibly take this idea of sloppy progress to help you. Okay, family, that's our time. And remember, if you've got questions, I've got answers. Shoot me a message on Instagram at Rhonda on a mission, R-H-O-N-D-A, on a mission. As well, I invite you to connect with me on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Rhonda on a mission. And LinkedIn, LinkedIn.com slash Rhonda on a mission. Again, thanks for joining. Until next time, friends, be happy. Be joyful and be free.